Today's daf is Chavzayim, but you're up to Chavavim Bay, the very bottom of the page. So let's go through it quickly. We were asking a question when you were learning about Kenyan Aga, which sort of means by the way. So if you purchase from someone a property and a metaltalin, and you make a Kenyan on the Karka, you don't have to make a, metillion, a, a separate Kenyan on the metaltalin. The question is, does the metaltalin actually have to sit directly on the, the, on the, on the property, or it could be even elsewhere? Now, the obvious question is, if it's sitting on the property, then you're kind of regardless, Kenyan Chatzar, anything inside your property, anything inside your courtyard, um, is yours. So what, what do we need Kenyan Aga for? So one explanation is that Kenyan Chatzar only works if you're standing there, or the Chatzar at least is Mishtameris. That means it is protected. So we're talking about a case here where the Chatzar can be wide open, no fences. So as far as Chatzar is concerned, you're not Kenyan the Metalklin, but perhaps because of Kenyan Agav, you are Kenyan the Metalklin. Um, or by a chutzah, by, by uh, some say by a matana. If you're given a matana, the chutzah, the chutzah have to be acquired first before you can act as a chutzah to acquire the metalton that's in it. And since here everything is there at the same time, you cannot be kind of both. But anyway, the bottom line is, King and Agav, does he, do you need a metalton to sit right there in the chutzah? So I'm going to bring it. We attempted a few proofs, and each one was discounted. Toshma, come in here. Gamliel's Canaan was an incident of Gamliel and the elders, which is Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah, they were all traveling to Rome. So traveling on the ship. And then, uh, then, then Rashi learns, and the Rashanim are perplexed, but Rashi learns that Rabbi Gamliel forgot to give Meiser um, Oni, which was third and sixth year, he forgot to give Meiser Rishon to the Levi. He just forgot, and he didn't give any instructions to his family to go ahead and give it, distribute it, which is very difficult because we learn in Psachim in many places that uh, there's a Chazaka that Talmud Chacham will not leave without giving, dispensing all of these Meisers and so on. So they find it difficult to learn Rashi Pshat. Um, and um, so therefore they learned, I mean, Tam learns. We're talking about the third and sixth year that you have to, you have to be mavaya, you have to destroy all the leftover mices that you haven't done. We just read in Pasha's Kisavai, the, the video that you make. And, and and he left, he forgot to, or he didn't have a chance to go ahead and to give, um, and to, what do you call it? And to uh, give, to be mavaya all of his mices. So that's what we're talking about over here. That's the Gemara. Um, if somebody's stuff. not physically physically in, in the Israel, he still has to give the, the trouble. Yeah, money. his property is, is in the Israel. It doesn't matter where you are. Your Tavu is in Israel. He's high in all these things. And and so on. Says the Gemara. Um, so if you'll turn around to the Skanian, first he turned to Rabbi Yeshua and he said, You're a lady. The Misa that I intend to give, not so lightly, Yeshua. I'm going to give it to Yeshua. And the place where it is, is hired out to him. Um, even though in places in all the show talk about usually you have to he didn't he had to give instructions to give mice he didn't he didn't do that yet. He um you have to say where exactly it is, north side, south side, somewhere, didn't do that either. But then that's why he was talking about thank you. That's why he said he's talking about not giving mice like Rashi learns, but actually beer the mice to get rid of all the leftover mice that you have left over. So that's mice rishon. And you then the, the levy. 
Yeshua was a lady. Yes, he's from the singers. And then Rabbi Yeshua turned around. It says later on the Bryce is not here, but quoted elsewhere. He took he took the truma of his mice and gave it to Rabbi Loza Barzai, who was a Kayan. And then he said, and the other 10% had to give to the poor people. Even though he himself was rich, that he should be on behalf of the poor people. And the place is also higher to him. Now, even though we learned that after Ezra came along, that he, that he penalized Levim because they didn't want to join him in the trek to Israel, that they forfeited the Misa. So why is Yeshua getting the Misa here? So if you remember, we had a Gemara of Akiva said, uh, the penalty was that previously only the Levim were able to get Misa. Post the penalty, it was either Levim or Koyanim. So it's not an issue here. And they followed Rabbi Akiva. According to the other opinion there is, that the, the Levim, but prior to the, the penalty, Levim and Kainim were able to receive Maise Rishon. Uh, post the penalty, only Kainim. So how come Yeshua was entitled to Maise Rishon? So we say that Yeshua was poor. So he was getting, a, the penalty did not apply to poor Levim. And we know he was poor from the Gemara and Brachas in the fourth Patek, that he was, you know, he was a, a coal miner and he was very poor. So therefore he was entitled to it. I said, so why didn't he get Maise Rishon as well? So there's a rule, you're not allowed to give all your tzedakahs to one person. You're not to give all your mice, all your, you know, to one lady or all to one coin. And therefore, he wanted to spread around. So he gave one thing to Yeshua, one thing to Rabbi Akiva. So anyway, but the point of all this, it says that the Mekayman Muskulai, and, and so I mean, why did he have to hire him the place? And, the, he, and he hired the place where the mice was. So doesn't that prove that you need Kenyan Agav? You are how you how is he coined it through the property? Kenyan Agav. And the property couldn't just give him a piece of property here. The property had to be right where the Maisa was. So clearly here we see that the Metalton has to sit on the property of the Karka that you're acquiring as well. That's the Gemara. Doesn't that prove that you need it in there? You're on the property. So you know, shiny hasam, there's different. He could have given any property. The reason why he gave him Dafka the property where the Maiser only was, where the Maiser edition was, so when they got back to Israel after the trip, they shouldn't have to run straight to the Gamliel's house and pick up all the Maiser and so on because um, someone might eat it. It's because the, the, the property is there, they don't have to take it away, they can leave it there. It's their property. So they shouldn't be Matriach. But really, technically, as far as Kenyan Agav is concerned, who said that the Metalton has to be sitting on the Kark? So Tashma, another proof. Number two laws regarding starters. Number one, you tell somebody, I want you to be in this field, on behalf of that other person. And number two, I want you to write a document as support to corroborate this activity. He can change his mind regarding the star. The star is only there as a star, as a support. So therefore, he can change his mind. But the field, once he was on behalf of the other person, it's too late. You can't retract. Because the other person already was uh, was kind of. <clears throat> and um, um, but if he said I want you to be the property of the other person on the condition that you also write a star. So as long as the star wasn't yet written, he could change his mind regarding the star. She can also change your mind regarding the field. You can take it back because the field sale is not a sale until the condition is met, which is that the star had to be written. We'll get to our point in a minute. That's your third regarding star. Today, the two we just mentioned. Either the third one is 
The thing is that a moicher, a vendor, can write a document of sale for a property to a purchaser, even though he didn't get permission for the purchaser yet. The vendor is holding on to the star, and he can give it to the purchaser whenever the purchase happens. I isn't it a problem of a star mukdim? The date will be totally wrong, and then um, you know the lenders can go and collect from the property of the buyer, um, you know, from the wrong date. It's not a problem at all. Because we have a rule according to buying service, that Adim, as soon as they sign, they are on behalf of whoever the beneficiary is. So therefore, the date is has been activated on that date, even though the buyer wasn't involved yet. He writes a stack, you can write a stack to a vendor of Bishop Gabriel, even the buyer is not there. And then the law continues. The moment the other person made a chazaka in the property, then the star that the mal that the, the meicher wrote, wherever it may be, the purchaser acquired it. Now the star is not sitting on the property. How is he acquiring it through Kenyan Aga? So what do you see clearly from here? When it comes to Kenyan Aga, you do not require that the goods should be sitting on the property. We don't need the goods to be on the property. Says Yimar again, that's no proof. The relationship between a star and you know agav is generally two disparate things. You have karka, you have metalvin. There's no relationship between the two. And the chiddush is, you make kinyan one, you automatically get the other one as well. Over here, the star is directly related to the property, right? The star is the document that you use to support. The, um, that um, the sale that happened to the property. So because the star is related to the property, it's as if it's an extension of the property. It's like the reins of an animal. It's an extension of the property. And therefore, if you make a king of the property, wherever the star is, you're kind of, because it's, it's tagged to the property. That doesn't prove to us anything at all about a general case between Karka, if you have Karka and Metaltlin unrelated to each other. If you make a king in one, are you kind of the other? They're not sitting next to each other. Chinese star, star is different because it's like the reins of the ground. Says the Gemara of Alokhtani, didn't we learn there was a comment regarding this very din? Zuhi Shishaninu, this in fact is what we learned in the Mishnah that Nuchasim Sha'ilam Akhrais, property that is the portable properties, Metalkin, Nikni can be purchased, acquired in Nuchasim Sha'ilam Akhrais, together with property that, that like, for example, land, Bakesev Bashtar Chazaka. You purchase the land with money. Uh, document or chazak, and you're automatically kind of metalton. And in star, you're saying is is an exact is, is an example of that. So this thing draws a conclusion. You don't need it to be tzeburin on the property itself. Says another question regarding agav. Me being an agav, do you have to say the word agav or not? Do you have to say the word agav or not? Toshma. Now, what exactly is the question if you have to say the word agav or not? Um, there's a general hakira in the, in the yeshiva world about this whole kinyan of agav. And this hakira explains every single piece of Gemari, which won't go through it, but explains everything. And that goes as follows. How do we understand the kinyan agav? So you make a kinyan on the property, whatever the kinyan may be, and the metalkin are, are, and you're buying two things from the same person, so the metalkin come with it. Now, how do we, there's two ways of understanding it. One way is that the Kenyan you make on the property, because you're also acquiring metaltin at the same time from the same vendor, and the metaltin are inferior to property. Therefore, the Kenyan you make on the property is as if you made that Kenyan also on the metaltin. 
That's one way of looking at it. The other way of looking at it is there's no Kenyan on the Metalkin. But because the Metalkin is inferior to the Karka, and you made a Kenyan on the Karka, it automatically gets dragged along with the Karka. <clears throat> you have the same question, you know, the din is when you make a Maitzi on bread, you don't have to make a, a brocha on, let's say, on meat that you eat with the bread. Why not? There's two ways of So the, the bread is the Iker, and the meat is the tuffle. But there's two ways of understanding it. One way of understanding it is that the bracha you made on the bread is also, since meat is inferior to bread, that bracha is also on the bread, is also on the meat. Or the pshat is, because the meat is inferior to the bread, you did not make a bracha on the meat, because you don't need a bracha on the meat. It's as if the meat is non-existent, as if all you're eating really is bread. Same question here regarding Kenyan Agad. And we say as follows. If you learn that, the, that you're making a Kenyan on both, and the Kiddush is that if you made a Kenyan on the property, it's as if you made a Kenyan also on the metallic, then you have to say the word Agad. Because you want a Kenyan on the, you need to make a Kenyan on the metalton, and you're making a Kenyan on the Karka, you want that Kenyan to also work for metalton. You got to say so. But if you learn that there's no Kenyan on the metalton, but because the metalton is inferior to the Karka, when you're getting the Karka, it gets dragged along, then you don't have to say anything. Okay, so that's um, explains the word question. Second word says, Toshma, come in here. So the metalton is an extension of the Karka. That second way of learning, yes, because it's so inferior. To the property that, yeah, it's as if it has no value whatsoever. Toshma coming in. The Tony Kalhani, we learned all of these cases we learned yesterday and today, but like Tony Agav, now one place does it spell out Agav. So we see, you don't have to say the word Agav, it's automatic. Says the the time actually, you think the you think in all of these stories and incidents, we went through every detail exactly what they have to say. Let me ask you a question. Kani does it say anywhere that, for example, in the case we just learned, Zuchru Sada Zu, I want you to be Zaycha, this fearful other person. But you have to make a Kenyan. Did he say the word Kini? Not at all. So how how you say it's another person? It's not a Kenyan. Yeah. So obviously we're not you know delineating in detail everything you have to say. It's it's understood. If I tell you to be Zoicha, I meant make a Kenyan and be Zoicha and have another person. So maybe the same thing I got. I, I, since I want Metalton to be kind of with it, so I, obviously I, I I maybe I said the word Aga. The Gemara just didn't bother you know spelling it out. You have to say kni. So you said before, you don't have to pile up the metalton sitting on the karka, but agav But you do have to say agav. You have to say kni. The Rambam has a whole different shot here. The Rambam actually learns in conclusion, and all the Rishayim try to understand the Rambam. The Rambam learns in conclusion as follows: Why are you bunching? Why are you saying repeating again? This is how the some of the explain the Rambam. Why do you have to repeat again? We just said that before. Why do you want to repeat it again? So the Rambam therefore learns. When do you need to say Agav? Only if it's not sitting on the property. But if it's sitting on the property, you don't have to say Agav. You don't have to say Agav. So they so they want to learn in the Yeshiva world that the Rambam holds sort of in between what we just said before, that really it's inferior. And you don't have to, and, and you're not making a Kenyan on the metalton, but when it's sitting on the property itself, it's obvious that it's inferior because you have a land, you know, the property is right there, the house or whatever you're buying, the field, and this metalton is right there. It's it's naturally inferior. If it's not sitting here, you have to say Agav that it, that it to connect it to the land. And then once it's connected, automatically it's inferior. So that's how they run on the Rambam. Practically speaking, if the, if the metalton are not connected to the land, 
then what's the assumption that the metaltalin that's located in a different place is connected to the process is connected to the land that's being sold if because it's not actually being stipulated both from the same person at the same time no but so, so then it's stipulated so if it's stipulated then it's then, not then stipulated it's not then stipulated how do you i'm being coined at, i'm not it's not stipulated anywhere that he's making a kenyan for one and that should cover the other one then ha, then, then, then on what basis is is, is this is that that's the question that's what, uh, the the question is, do you have to say clearly, I'm buying, the guy said, look, I'm going to buy both of these things from you. That's what he's saying, right? But that's not the Kenyan. And then he then he makes a Kenyan, whatever the Kenyan of the property. Does he have to spell out that this Kenyan also is going to be the Kenyan for the Metalfin? Or wow. it, it's it's automatic that when he made a Kenyan on the character, the Metalfin, because they spoke about that he's purchasing both. That's right. So the question is here, he did say Agav. No, no, has no. To... purchasing both is not agav. Purchasing both means I can be purchasing both and make two separate kinyanim. Agav no. means I'm purchasing the property and agav, by the way, of the property, or some say with the kayak of the property, I also be schlepping the metallic along with it. That's what agav is, when you, if you declare the word agav. Yeah, but what I think what, what, what's, uh, if I understand Simon, what he's saying is there's no connection between the metallic and the and the property it doesn't have to be it's one seller and one buyer and therefore that in itself that we both agree to make the sale that makes the connection between yeah, I mean, the, 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 the analogy that you go with the, with the bread and the meat it's not the same analogy because there you're eating them together you're not saying we're going to eat bread the point now. of that analogy was purely how do we understand ikar and tofu do you understand that whatever you do with the ikar carries over to the tofu or you don't have to do anything with the tofu because it doesn't it's like non-existent in the eyes when you're focusing on the ikar which is the same thing here, metallic and the karka. If metallic is so inferior to the karka that, and we're buying, and, and we said I'm buying it, I don't have to make a separate kinya in the metallic because it happened at the same time when I made a kinya in the karka. Because it's, it's it's totally buckled to the karka. It's like part of it. Even though it doesn't have to be sitting there physically, wherever it is. But more, we'll ask you more interesting questions in a minute. Taking it further. What about um, you, the, the field you bought? And the, you know, let's say Reuben is buying from Shimon the field, and Shimon says, you know what? I'm going to give you a gift as well, separately. I'm giving you a car. Mahu. What happens in this case over here? And it's not the same kind of a, a, of a relationship between you and One is a purchase, and one is a matana. Now, why that should matter is because, going back to what we said before, Mephoshim say is talking about you made a Kenyan on the Mecher, which is not a valid Kenyan on the Metalton. Uh, it's not about kinyan amatam. What do you mean? For example, money. When you buy something, you give money, right? That's one of the kinyanim. By matana, if the beneficiary, the uh, the beneficiary of the matana gives money to the to the to the benefactor, he's not kinyan the matana. There's no kinyan of kesser by matana, and that's the shaila now. You made a kinyan on the property mecher, but that kinyan would not work on the metalfin because uh, it's matana. What happens then? Do we still say Agav or not? It goes back to the original question. If you learn that there's a Kenyan on the Metalton as well, but the Chiddush of Agav is that the Kenyan I made on the Karka counts also for the for the Metalton, then in this case it wouldn't work because that Kenyan, okay, so the Kenyan I made on, on, on the Mecha, on the property, is as if I made it on the Metalton, the Matana, but it's useless because Kesev is not a Kenyan. But if you learn that the whole idea of Agav is that the Metalton is non-existent, that I don't need to make a Kenyan metal because it's so negligible in, in value compared to the 
to the karka that it says non-existent, I don't need a Kenyan, then even though one is Mecher and one is Matana, and the Kenyan I made in Mecher is not a valid Kenyan for Matana, who cares? I don't need a Kenyan for the Matana. Okay, that's the most question. Chazar Ch- what's the Kenyan for a Matana? Uh, matana Kenyan is Hagbom, Shikha, all those, but not Kesef. You're not paying for it. It's, it's a gift. Yeah. So if I give Kesef, it's not a valid Kenyan. There has to be some transfer. So there has to be some physical transfer. I have to show opinion. ownership. The benefit, the benefit, the show ownership. Otherwise, the vendor, the, 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 the owner can, can change his mind. I can't in my das go. I've got this gift. I've got it here. I'm, I want to gift it to 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 Yenim, and 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 nothing's happened until I've actually given it over, or someone has physically taken it. Exactly. You need to make a Kenyan. Otherwise, okay. he can always change his mind. Let's say I said in my mind, I'm going to give this as a gift to you. Tomorrow, I can change my mind as long as I didn't give it to you. But the moment I gave it to you, I can no longer change my mind. The moment that you, the the, the beneficiary of my largesse. You know, has now ownership. I can no longer change my mind. Ownership is only through Kenyan. Yeah. Okay. Which shows Balabatishkeit. There's a big machlekes in in, in Achreinim and the Ksas and others. Really, by a Kenyan, along the lines of what you're saying right now, is the main thing of the Kenyan my machshava. I want to acquire it, but I need to prove what my machshava is. How do we know what your machshava is? So you need to do a hagbah mashicha, but that's not the Kenyan. The Kenyan is your thought process. The, the act of lifting it or dragging it is just revealing to us what, what you wanted. Is that pshat or the pshat is no? You can think and say tomorrow, it doesn't make it yours. It's the maisa of Hagbar, Meshich, Masira. It's that maisa that makes the Kenyan. It's that revealing just, to us. You just, thought just, to make it, just to make a chiluk that's different to being makdish something. Because I makdish something with my thought. And you have to say it. That's a special that's thing. Special okay. that is different. Okay. As you'll see in the Gemara tomorrow. Okay. Uh, let's continue. So the Gemara, um, what's it in this case? Toshma coming here. Isa, one of the cases we just looked before, just we started today. Isa, Shinaslam, Loma, Nasli, Yeshua, the mice are about to, to measure later on, giving to Yeshua. Umakaya Muskalay, and the place is higher to him. Hiring, schirus is, if you will have a more in Hazov, that high renting is like buying, but for short term. So schirus is like a mechira of one day. So when you rented, when Gamil rented the land to Yeshua, as if he sold him. And the mice is a gift. And yet you see that what? We use Kenyan Agav. Shema So it proves that it, it is effective, even though it's one of the matan, one of the mech. Okay, he bought your next question. If the field is to one and metal to another, what happens? What happens if uh, Reuben is selling the field to um, to Shimon and he's selling metal to to to, um, to Levi to two different people? And he says, let's say, um, so he says to Shimon who's buying the field, you know, buy the field and Agav when you're coining the field, I want you to become a talton for Levi. Is it effective or not? Again, let's go back to the original question. If you learn. That uh, that you have to, that you, that that the chiddush of agav is the kinyan I make on the sod on the field is as if I also made on the metalfin. So there was a kinyan made on the metalfin, and and therefore it, it goes to Levi. He made a kinyan for Levi. But if you learn that it's just bottled to the land, how did it move over to Levi? It's still by Shimon. It's part of the land that Shimon has. Anyway, let's continue. So Mary continues further. Um, 
So you see that you can do both. You can do aga for you know for one person gets the land, the other person gets the mitalta. So you want no raya whatsoever for two reasons. Number one, my muska muskula maisa. Who told you that the land is being rented to Rabbi Akiva? The land is being rented for the maisa oni, and any poor person who comes to get maisa oni, the land is working for him. So it's all for the same person, the land and the maisa oni. Or ibo is a mashanya Rabbi Akiva is very different. Why? The yad the yad animava. Since he was the god by Tzedakah, he represents the poor people. It's as if he himself is one of the poor people, and therefore it's not one. It's not like two separate people, unrelated, and one person is ending up with the karka and another person ending up with the metalta. You know, or, or if both here, Rabbi Akiva is one of the poor people, and therefore it's as if they're both going to the same person. Then comes the Rav and says. When do we say the whole Kenyan of Agav? Only if it paid for the entire thing. Not only did he pay for the, he had to pay for the entire metalkin, and he had to pay for the entire karka. Then only then do we entertain the idea of, of Agav. If he did not pay for the entire thing, only up to the value of the money that he paid. And the Rajba says the reason for this is because it's a weak Kenyan Agav, it's not a strong Kenyan. It's actually a big machek is a shayim, a Kenyan Agav is a Kenyan from the Torah or Kenyan Durabana. And um, and the Rajba says it's a, generally it's a weak Kenyan. And because it's a weak Kenyan, maybe the, you have to pay for it all first before you can move on. Even though we already learned before that you have to pay before you can you know, use a star or that, or, and so on. But still, we're talking about, but in some place, it depends what the meaning of every place is. But when it comes to Agav, because it's a weak Kenyan, you have to make sure that it's all paid up. All paid up first. Yeah. Um, there's an advantage in using the Kenyan of Kesef over the Kenyan of Shtar, and there's an advantage of Kesef. We had to stop here with boy. You can use money to redeem Hegedacious. You can use money to redeem Hegdish. You know, from Hegdish, if they have property, you can redeem it back only with money. If you have Maizashani to bring with you to the Shalim, you can redeem it for the money and bring the money with you to the Shalim. You can't use a star for that. According to Rashi, we're talking about a star IOU. I'll pay you the money. No, you have to physically give money at the time. Others say star means literally make a Kenyan. You start as a Kenyan. Anyway, so Kesev works as effective and not star. But where is the, the advantage of shtar of a kesser? If a Jewish woman is married, you can use a get. She's free. You can't pay her way out. They both have an advantage over chazaka. The chazaka is advantage over them. Kesser and shtar is one of the forms of acquisition for an evadivri. You can, you can use a chazaka when it comes to ever kanani, make him do menial tasks. But not when it comes to an evadivri. What's the mile of Kaya Chazaka? This is we're leading to uh, Bryce supporting Robert. It says, 
I sold you 10 fields in 10 different countries. Once you made a chazaka in one of the fields, you are kind of all the fields. And then the Brisa says, when is that said? No, that's like Kenyan Agar. You make a Kenyan one, but I'm buying all 10 from you, so I'm kind of all 10. When? Only if it paid for the entire thing. No, you made a chazaka in one of the fields, and we say, it's as if you're chazaka in all 10 fields, but you had to pay for the entire 10 fields. And the same thing with Kenyan Agave. You have to pay for the metaltalin if you want it to be included in the Kenyan of the Kaka. Clearly, this supports Rabbi. The Gemara then continues, but also this supports Shmuel. What does Shmuel say? If somebody sold 10 fields in 10 nations, 10 countries, so Shmuel says exactly the same thing as the Braisa, but obviously he didn't hear the Braisa. You made a chazak in one field, you're kind of all the fields. Prove it to you to support Shmuel. If I gave you, I sold you or I gave you, 10 animals with one reins. He said to him, Kni. I, he said to him, be kind of these animals. Me like Kani, isn't he kind of, he holds on the rain, he's kind of all 10 animals. So the same thing here by properties. If you bought 10 properties and I tell you, make a king, on one of them, you're kind of all 10. And Tyson says the analogy is not if you're actually holding on to the reins. If you're holding on to the reins, you're actually holding on to all 10 animals. How do you compare that to 10 fields in 10 different countries? He said, all the animals are attached by rain, but you're not holding on the rain. You're holding on the tail of one of the animals or the hairs of one of the animals. And the Kiddush is that even though you're dealing only with one animal, you never let your kind of all the other ones. So Gemara goes back, how can you compare the case of the animals to the case of property? We're not saying Shmuel is wrong, but definitely this proof of yours is not a valid proof. Why? Because the rain's in your hand, even though you're not using the rain, you could pull the reins, and we do, you're pulling every animal, so all the animals really ultimately are connected to each other. Here the ten fields, disparate fields all over the place, what's the connection? How do you know you're kind of, if you make the king in one field, you're kind of others? So no proof from here. Others say another way around. I disagree with Shmuel. I'll prove it to you, it's not kind of. What happened to the Muslim? Even ten animals with one rain, but I clearly say, be kind of this animal. Because I said clearly, be kind of this animal, you're not kind of the other nine animals with, with this one animal, because I clearly stipulated you're only kind of this animal. Um, me, um, is he kind of the rest now? So there's the same thing over here. And when, when you say, here, go ahead, make a chazak on this field, as if you're saying, but only this field, not the other fields. Says the Gemara, no. Just because by the animals you're not kind of doesn't mean you're not kind of good. Over here, Sadna the Arachadu, the entire world, the rock and everything else are all connected and interconnected, as we now know with the continental shelves and all that. Everything is um, everything is, is connected, and all the plates that go into each other, and therefore, it doesn't matter where the land is, everything's connected. You know, my father. Um, used to work for the American government in a highly secretive position there. And uh, I once had to drive him. We never, we never really knew where he worked. I once had to drive him because he couldn't drive. So I drove him to work. So it's it was, this is outside of Philadelphia. And this place over there was um, it was like a big dome. 
his, his work was a massive dome, but massive. And, uh, and this dome is built on one rock. The entire dome is built on a rock. And half the building is taken up by seismologists. And the other half of the building was uh, my father who was working for the Navy, American Navy. And what's so special about it is they had all of these sensitive instruments. If anything happens anywhere in the world, so there's you know, earthquakes, volcanoes, or the other side, somebody's testing bombs, nuclear bombs, any kind of bombs, there's vibrations. And since the whole world is the whole world is interconnected, anything happens in the world, they felt it there. And um, and they, you know, their instruments basically probed to find out what actually happened, and that's what they did, part of what they did. So that's what he where, says. Where did your father train for this? In, in university in New York. Okay. Well, where, where, <laughs> what, what, what was his? What did he do there? He was a scientist or an engineer. What? He was an engineer. I'll just tell you one thing. Many times we asked him to tell us what he did, which he couldn't. In fact, he once told me. If I could find him a hetic, because he had to swear to the American government, you know, secrecy and all that. If I, if you can find me a hetic that I made a shvur that I can, uh, you know, break my shvur, I'll do it. But he hasn't done it yet. But anyway, one thing he did tell us is that in 1971, he actually told two things. But one of them was in 1971, he was he was committed because what he did was he worked on navigation. On all different instruments for navigation and the missiles to know where they're going and the planes in the air should know where they are and all that kind of stuff. So in 1971, they were given the job to find, to come up with the idea of a GPS, which didn't exist then. So he had a team of three people and himself. And they had, I mean, they had, they had to read computers and all that, but, you know, very slow and all that. And they were triangulating these different satellites and eventually anyway they came up with the first gps in 1971 the american had it an army had it already in 1973 fully functional they didn't reveal it to the world till when the 1990s when the gps came out i thought it was and, google um, who did this sorry i thought it was google who you know came up with gps <laughs> exactly it just gives an idea yet we have no idea what other things they have there that you know we don't know about yet Anyway, into Santa family. I, <laughs> can I ask in the in the Gemara discussion why, yeah. uh, if someone's talking about whether they're going to one horse or ten horses, why don't they even mention what value is being discussed? Because one horse might be ten dollars, and ten horses might be a hundred. You'll have a good idea whether they're talking about one or ten. No, no. The idea is, remember, we just said you had to pay for all ten. If you didn't pay for all ten, there's nothing to talk about. So the the money part is over. It's over. They already negotiated. Where they negotiated, he paid for the tie a lot of ten horses. The question is, does he have to make a Kenyan for every horse separately? Does he have to lead them into his barn, or as soon as he made the Kenyan, money itself is not a Kenyan. And we have an argument. According to the Shlokish, from the Torah's perspective, it's not a Kenyan from a Talmud. Yet that is the Kenyan. But the Rabbi stepped in and said, "No, we're going to learn in Hazov and Babatzir." Because what happens is. If I received your money already for the object, and now technically it belongs to you, if there's a flood, you think I'm going to go pay and, and, and trouble myself to try to salvage your goods? It's your problem, not mine. Or if there's a fire, why would I Why would I you know, put my life in jeopardy? I wouldn't do a thing for you. But if so, the Hachami stepped in and said, hey, it doesn't matter he gave you the money. Cole's man is sitting in your backyard or your warehouse. It's your goods. It's your responsibility until you transfer ownership. In other words, 
they they said Meshiche is the only way that you're kind of metalfling. And and that was the reason why. So now, even though the guy paid for all the horses, it's still not his horse yet. So the vendor can change his mind. For example, the price of horses suddenly, you know, skyrockets. The vendor says, hey, take your money back. I'm going to sell it to somebody else for twice the money. (laughs) So, right. So it's very important to know when the transfer actually took place. Right. Okay. Okay. So let's continue the two dots. Amar Ula, Ula said, Ula said, how do you know that Gilgal, now what's Gilgal Shua? Gilgal Shua, we already had a little bit of insight. Gilgal Shua means, let's say, let's say two partners. We have a business together, two partners. I don't know if I can really trust you that, you know, when you're in business on your own, that you don't take things home, that you don't take extra money out of the till or whatever it is. How do I know I can trust you? But I cannot go to a court and make you swear that you didn't take on what basis. I might have my doubts, you know, but I'm, you know, skeptical, but I can't take, it's, it's nothing to go to court with. But if I have you swear to me, for example, I lent you $100 and you claim that you only owe me 50 and I say, no, I let you 100, so you're made to mix it, so you have to swear now about the balance. Once I have you swearing to me, or let's say about the balance, I can say, you know what? Might as well swear also about this partnership that you never pocketed any money without telling me. That's called Gilgushur. Roll on the Shur. How do you know that I have the right to do that? We're going to learn in Bab you know, it has to do with, uh, by Shemrim, you know, the whole idea of Gilgushur, you know, all the different Shurs that a Shemrim makes. But he goes, how do you know Mahatoy to such a concept? Does anybody know how you know? Shenemrat says, we learn out from Saita. Shenemrat says, well, Omer Isha, when the, the woman is being accused of, um, you know, she was warned, and then she was, uh, um, what do you call it, in, in isolation with this person here, then um, we we bring it to bring it to the base of Migdash, and the Koyan gives all these warnings, called the Olis, all of these warnings, and, uh, and so on and so forth. And, the, and he makes her swear that she had nothing to do with anything, and she says, Amen, Amen. Now, the second Amen is redundant. So, why is she saying twice Amen? But tonight we learned, Amen, Amen, Amen. What is he saying twice Amen? Says the Gemara, Amen. The first Amen is, this is how Tasha learns. The first Amen is Allah, Allah on the curses. Amen, Allah, Shua, because that's written in the title right there. The first Amen covers the, the, all the curses you said to me. Yes, I understand. Yes, I swear that I had nothing, you know, nothing happened untoward. I had nothing to do with this person or that person. How can a husband accuse her with another person? Does he know? If she wasn't warned, that's Gilgul Shvur. But we'll see more than that. Um, but we'll see actually Google even more from the next cases. Because Ish Acher could be that she was accused of other people as well. But Amen Shalai Satisi, I didn't go astray. Arusa, while I was engaged to you, Onusua got married, or Shemeris Yavam, she was waiting for her brother-in-law, or Kudusa, she married her brother-in-law. Now let's understand, hi Arusa, you're making a swear that, that while you were engaged, she didn't, uh, she wasn't philandering. Hey, what are we talking about? He warned her while she was merely engaged, and then he gave her to drink while they were engaged. There's no drinking, there's no seitah by engaged. But now we learned Arusa they don't drink. Because <clears throat> it says in the Tachas Ishech under your husband, only when it's your husband, when you consummate your marriage. 
So therefore, she doesn't drink. But you're not to live with her either. So therefore, she you have to give her a divorce. But like night she doesn't receive a ksuba because it's her fault. My time at Tachas Ishet your husband. So can so what does Arusa mean? Ella the Konila Kishi Arusa. He warned her while she was engaged. The Nistra Kishi Arusa, and she seclusion with this person when she was in Arusa. But the Kamashkula, when did you give it to drink? Kishinasu, when she, you know, Isha, you gave it to drink when you were married already, and which maybe you could do that. And, and, and that's what he was talking about. Can that be? No. Me Botkalamaya, if you warned her and she was in isolation, and then you decide proceeded to marry her, you're not innocent either. And we know that the only time the water does its job is effective is if you are innocent from the sin. That means you didn't live with her after the, all these allegations. So me, Bhatkalamaya, will the water be effective? It says it says clearly in the Pasik, that the person is is cleansed from sin. Amarachman has no sins, and we learn. The man didn't commit a sin. The water will be effective. If he committed a sin, and what was the sin? He he decided to continue living with her after he warned. Right? Actually, he married her, consummated the marriage after she was warned and she was in seclusion. So what's the mean Arusa? How can it be Arusa here at all? How can it be? So he says here, um, it means I have no basis for Arusa. There's no way I can ever make a swear for Arusa. But now that you're swearing to me anyway for what happened after we got married, swear as well that nothing happened while you were in Arusa. That's called Gilgushu. Tell you what to find. Ashkechon Saitan. Abedisura, that's Isa. Memainim and all. I know when it comes to money matters, I can also make Gilgu. Once, you know, um, once I have you swear to me, I can also make you swear for things that I don't know for sure. I just have doubts. Second more time, Rabbi Shmuel, Kabuchaim, but it's a Kabuchaim. Uma Saita, Madacha Saita, Shleinitno Lihitava Beaid Echis. We learned in the beginning of Saita, you need two witnesses. You know, when you're warm, you had a Machlekes, you need two witnesses also when she was in isolation. So only two witnesses are effective, and yet Megalgalin, and yet you can roll the Shwur from, you know, from one Shwur to another. Some money that if I have a single witness and says you owe me hundred dollars, at least you have to swear you don't owe it to me. So a single witness is still effective. Surely that that my money matters is so much easier to extract money from you. I can make you swear. Surely I should be able to make a gilgushur. Says the Gemara. Okay, all we know is. Um, Something that I know that you um, you owe me money. For example, I believe this property is mine. But the din is you don't swear on properties. So if I can have you swear on something that I know for sure that you, that, uh, that you know, I can also carry the shoe over to something else that I know you owe me. But what about in the case of a suffix? Like partners. I don't know if you ever stole money or not. I'm just suspicious. I, wanna, I want you to swear. How do I know by money I can make you swear? It looks like this. By a Saita, the whole idea of a Saita is based on the suffix. Let's say she was in seclusion with that person. Do you know if anything happened untoward? You don't know. You have no idea. You just have your doubts. You have your suspicions. And maybe there's a good chance, a likelihood, but there's no facts. But the whole idea of, of Saita is a suffix. So therefore, I can talk about other Saitas and tell me nothing happened when you were engaged to me and so on. Because the whole initially it's a suffix, so I can carry from one suffix to the next. But when it comes to money matters, the only time that I can make you swear when it comes to money matters is I have to be a bury. I have to be clear in my mind, 100% you owe me the money. So now that I want to carry over that shvua, since the initial shvua, the trigger, 
is only when it's a vadai, maybe the the second shuru, the Gilgul, also can only work in a case where it's a vadai. How do I know it can also work in a case where it's a suffix? I don't know. Like we'll learn by Shemrim. Swear to me that you never swear to me that you never used my animal when you were watching it. Do I know you used it? Not at all. But swear to me you never used it. It's a suffix. How do you know that it works by money? Maybe since the trigger is a vadai, I can only make you swear other things that I know for sure you owe me, but I just can't make you swear in a legal court. But now I want you to swear for me. Does the Gemara Tanya it says outside the Nema, and it says, you know, it's by money matters, and then it says when it comes to um site, which is um in the base of English, is when it comes to site, it makes no difference whether it's a suffix or a vada, I can make a swear. So to that's not outside. I make a suffix like a vaday. Make like a vaday.